Egrice. Honorable Kurnewald, because uh, the M. Hey, Gente, you're. Can you hear me? I don't hear the chair. The chair is silent. Silent. She's, she has freezed on my screen. Yeah, it, it's you because you are using other things. Chairperson, <laughs> <laughs> where are you? Chairperson, where are you? That's why I'm, I said the chairperson got freezed on my screen. I can't hear her. Yeah, we'll, we'll try and get hold of her. Chairperson, tell me what, what's up here. No, we need at least six for a quorum. Yeah, we need six. Uh, your mic is muted, chairperson's uh, uh, son. Your mic is muted. <laughs> Thank you. I'm I'm going to call her now. Thank you. Person Sang. Just speak there. Good to see you. Yes. Speak. Hello. There. Hello, honorable members. I'm back. Thank you, Chair. We can see you now. Thank you, ma'am. Okay, sorry. Um, I my network was having a problem. Honorable members, we we were still waiting for a quorum. Deputy Minister, you wanted to speak? No, I am uh, listening. I'm all ears. DM your hand. Your DM your hand is up here in the chat group. 
my hand is up yes okay i will no 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 i'll i'll take it off um let me see quickly who's else who else is on can you hear me chair yes i can hear you okay fine now i wanted to know uh is there a reason are we going to have enough time if we first do the reports and if we don't stand with the amnesty um because it's quite important to hear uh, are we going to have ample time to discuss it? Seems that, that, that uh, Parliament starts, starts at three. Honorable Grunewald, the, the firearm amnesty um, expires by the end of, of the month. So we need to decide if we're going to extend it um, or else because um, the minister cannot extend it on his own. So that is why I'm asking um, advice from the members. Could I just maybe give the DM a minute to to uh, explain what the extension will mean? Not to give a presentation on the extension, but just the logistics of the extension. DM, can you just come in very shortly, please? Chairperson, may I ask a question before the DM starts, please? Yes, yes, Honorable um, Terblanche. I just want to know whether the meeting has officially started now because there's quite a few things that I want to raise about this application for the amnesty and that needs to be part of the official meeting where we're going to discuss things. Thank you. Honorable Tablanche, I was waiting for a quorum. Uh, could I get an indication now um, because um, could I get an indication Babawa? Chair, I'm in. Chair, we, 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 we have a quorum. We have, we uh, have a quorum. Yeah, we can start the meeting. All right. Honorable members, we can start the meeting now. Um, this is the portfolio committee. It is not a joint meeting. It is a portfolio committee of police. And uh, we will consider the reports, the budget reports. We have circulated the budget reports. So um, for now, I will open discussion for us uh, just to get your views on the process of passing the budget reports and looking at the firearm amnesty. Good morning, Deputy Minister, and good morning, Honorable Members, Honorable Chief Whip. I also uh, would like to acknowledge the fact that we have a sitting. We have a um, a sitting at three o'clock today. We are expected to join that sitting already. Um, link up at uh, one o'clock. So when you have the discussion, could we bear in mind that by two o'clock we will all go online? Honourable Grunewald, Honourable Sheikh, I'm sure that you would leave the meeting early. So, um, honourable members, I'll first take honourable Grunewald, and then formally, formally honourable Grunewald, and then formally honourable De Blanche, and then I'll take hands for those who would like to contribute. This is in terms of um, the agenda items. Honourable Grunewald. Thank you, Chair. 
that's exactly what I wanted to ask you, because I don't think we have that a lot of time. And therefore, I wanted to ask whether we can start with the agenda on the amnesty. Uh, I understand why we have it, but uh, that we have a thorough discussion because it's a very important. So that's why I, my request will be to USJ and the, that we start on the agenda with the firearms amnesty. Uh, and then we can go to the reports. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Honorable Tablanche. Chairperson, thank you. Chairperson, I I have a different view. And the reason being, I don't think that we have enough time. You know, the stuff that you mentioned just now that we need to get on another, you know, we've got another commitment a bit later. And I don't think we're going to have, you know, enough time to discuss both the firearm amnesty and also the reports. Chairperson, you know, we got the information and the documentation about the firearm, this uh, amnesty, very late. And you know that uh, there are quite a few things included there, you know, legal aspects and stuff that is at the moment, you know, hidden, you know, maybe between the lines and the detail. And, you know, I just think that proper, you know, we need to apply our mind for that. Chairperson, and the fact that the police only came now with this late application, you know, the committee cannot, you know, be blamed for that. They should have started earlier. So really, I don't think my recommendation would be that, uh, you know, we deal with this amnesty at the latest stage. Thank you. Thank, uh, uh, thank you very much, Honorable Tablanche. Uh, um, could I see Honorable Mapatse? Woodfield. And Woodfield, I'm taking Mapatse, Woodfield, and I'll take le I'll take hands in the chat. Um, Mapatse, and then Woodfield. Yes, uh, Honorable Chair. Uh, I, I I don't think we should postpone the 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 firearms amnesty. Uh, extension. We we need to to finalize it because even though there are uh, other things that Honorable Treblanche has identified, he can still raise them in the in the meeting. But we we will proceed because it's not for the first time that it serves before us. It's just for the extension because it was supposed uh, to close on the. 31st of May. So I, I, I propose that we, we proceed. Chairperson, are you there? Something wrong with a uh, 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 connection today. I don't know why. Um, honourable members, my connection is not very good today. So can when I'm um when I'm not audible, also I'm going in and out of of my signal. So can honourable Mapatswe please help me, honourable Whitfield? Thank you, Chair. Uh, I want to suggest that we proceed with Honourable Grunewald's recommendation that we deal with the amnesty up front. It is um, arguably the most pressing issue. 
Uh, it would be very unfortunate if we ran out of town, time, and we must deal with it today. I don't support the postponement um, of that item. It must be dealt with, debated, uh, and put to bed. And we can then move on to the report. Uh, thank you very much, Honourable Whitfield. Um, Mofoke? Honourable uh, Mofoke? Chairperson, I agree with Comrade, uh, the Honourable Whitfield that we must uh, continue with the, uh, uh, the amnesty. Honourable members, um, I, would, I would allow us to start with the amnesty. The reason being that the reports do not have a deadline for today. We could always do the reports next week. Am I correct, Honorable Whip? Honorable, Honorable Mapatswe, am I correct? I didn't hear you, uh, uh, Honorable Chair. Please, can you repeat? Please, sorry. Honorable Mapatswe, I'm saying that we can start with the firearm amnesty because it has a timeline whereas the budget reports could be adopted next week yes let's let's proceed let's, let's proceed honorable chair with the firearm amnesty yes chair. um honorable deputy minister could you assist us to um if the presentation is ready and uh if uh, uh, General Sitole or those who must be presenting if they are ready. We Dear? are ready, Chair. We are ready. Um, could I get an indication if they could put the if they could put the presentation on the screen? Honorable Mofo King, I noted your hand. Chairperson, I want to suggest that they should have an executive summary. So that we don't take long into it, they should be knowing what is it all about. We read, and I suggest that you give the time limits. Yeah, we, we can be brief. I don't think it should be a problem. Uh, thank, will we start? you can start. Thank you very much, Chair and members, uh, for, for the opportunity. Good morning. I'm with the National Commissioner and the Deputy National Commissioner, uh, General Stolle and General Masemula and the other leaders who are in a, in a different setup. I'll request that uh, through your permission, Chair, I ask the National Commissioner to make a representation. National Commissioner, Let's just talk to the document without going page by page because of time constraints so that we allow members uh, enough time to can interact with our presentation. Through you, Chair, may I ask the National Commissioner to, pre to present the, the, the presentation uh, together with the team? Over to you, National Commissioner. Thank you, DM. National Commissioner?
National Commissioner General Masemula, may you please come in? Uh, do we have the National Commissioner or General Masemula? Uh, Chairperson, we asked uh, them to connect uh, with uh, the committee. Uh, I spoke to Colonel Stein uh, about a minute ago for them to come on. So remember, we asked them to be available from one o'clock to be on standby. Thanks. No, but it seems as if it seems as if we have a, a visual. Could we okay. hear if we have sound? Um, DM, do we have your team? DM, you are muted. Uh, National Commissioner, um, could you start? That's time to connect. Good afternoon, uh, Honorable Chair, Honorable Members, and Deputy Minister. We we are connected. We ready to continue. If the chair so permits, we can proceed. Uh, good morning, Honorable General Sotole. You may continue. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Honorable Chair and Honorable Members. I will just start by briefly introducing the subdelegation uh, with me. I am with Lieutenant General Masamula, the Deputy National Commissioner for Policing. Uh, Lieutenant General M.T. Sempe, the Divisional Commissioner for Visible Policing. Uh, Lieutenant General Khan, the Divisional Commissioner for Legal Services. Major General M.J. Mamuteti, Component Head Firearms, Liquor and Sanganen Goods. My, my apologies, General Sitole. I don't Thank know you. if it is my if it is my problem, but there seems to be an echo where you are. Could you ask people who are around you to please mute their gadgets? Thanks very much, Chair. It's, That's better. It, yes. it will be done. You could continue. Thank you very much, uh, Honorable Chair. The next person is Brigadier Ellis Malalela, and the, the last is Colonel K.P. Stain, both of them from, from my office. Uh, Honorable Chair, we are going to give a presentation on the firearm amnesty as instructed uh, by the Chair. We we are, our presentation is going to be led by Major General Mamuteti, and we will then also in the in the in the presentation we will be referring as we speak to our motivation uh, for the extension. We will be referring to the objectives of the amnesty, which I think. Uh, will not necessarily be reflected in the presentation, but in the background of the amnesty report. So with your permission, Chair, can I put Major General Manuteti on the floor? Uh, th thank you very much. DM, sorry for this, but could you mute your mic, please? 
Thank you, DM. You may start. Oh, okay. Uh, thank you very, very much, Honorable Chairperson and the members of the Portfolio Committee, the National Commissioner, the Deputy Minister. I'm going to be presenting to the Portfolio Committee the presentation that is talking to the progress in terms of the present, uh, in terms of the current amnesty, but however, also talking to the motivation relation to our requests for the extension of the amnesty. The presentation will cover the papers, the background, the monthly comparisons of the current uh, amnesty, the status of firearms and ammunition per, per province, firearms and ammunition that has been surrendered. Also, we have also included the firearms that have been surrendered during the lockdown, the ballistic testing inform, uh, information system of the firearms that have been handed in, the status of firearm license applications, the marketing and communication of the quality assurance that was done, and also be talking to the proposed dates and the time for the firearm amnesty extension. As I've alluded, the purpose is to brief the portfolio committee on police on the proposed 2020 firearm amnesty in terms of section 139 of Firearm Control Act 2000, uh, 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 control uh, number 60 of 2000. Uh, the firearm amnesty was approved by Parliament on the 21st of November 2019 for a period of six months starting from the 1st of December 2019, which will be ending now to the, on the 31st of May 2020. This was approved in terms of Section 139, Subsection 2 of the Firearms Control Act. However, I must just indicate that um, we, were, we were looking on our objectives as we have presented presented it in the previous uh, amnesty, I mean, in the previous presentation when we requested the amnesty, to be able to measure whether we have indeed achieved what we wanted to achieve with the current amnesties. One of the things that we did was actually also to, uh, to compare the uh, previous ex uh, ex uh, amnesties with the current amnesty to check whether we are going to be able to achieve with the projections that we had, we realized that with the current amnesty, we won't be able to achieve the number because from the previous amnesties, the one for 2005, there were about 46,000 firearms that were just handed in that period of six months. And the one for 2010, it was about 11,000 firearms that were handed within a period of three months. So as I will be presenting the statistic, then you will realize that with the current amnesty, there's still few um, uh, firearms that have, have been handed in as to compare to the previous amnesties. When we also zooming in in terms of our objectives, when we were presenting to the portfolio committee to request for the amnesty, one of the objectives was to reduce the number of illegally possessed firearms in circulation in the, in the country. We realized that when we were doing our measurement in terms of the, the, the circulation of the firearms, there's a lot of firearms that are circulated because we have been able to confiscate a lot of firearms during, starting from the operations that were done during the festive season, which says to us there's a lot of firearms that are currently in circulation. Therefore, if we can be able to continue with the 
uh, amnesty, we can still be able to get more firearms that were not being surrendered during this period. Then other objective was also to provide firearm owners with the opportunity to hand in unwanted firearms. Yes, we appreciate the number of the firearms that has already, already been handed in. But however, I must indicate that we did re- receive a lot of requests from the community structures, the individuals and various organizations where they were indicating that because of the COVID with the restriction of movements, they could not be able to hand in the firearms. So they were actually saying they need to be afforded an opportunity to hand in firearms with the extension or another amnesty that should be considered. The other objective was on the prevention of, uh, to prevent crime and violence and to promote safety. We should agree that there is a reduction of crime in general, but however, we must agree that we still have the hotspots like Houteng, Western Cape, and Guazulu Natal, where we have realized that there's a lot of firearms that are coming from that area. Therefore, we realize that if we can be able to be afforded an opportunity to continue with this amnesty, we can be able to get more firearms, especially from those areas where I've just indicated they regarded as our hotspots. But again, to address the fear of crime, the housebreaking, the robbery, the hijacking crimes that have been committed, yes, there is an indication that there is a decrease. But however, we realize that they, they, they actually have a psychological effect. Therefore, if the, uh, uh, the amnesty can be can continue, we can be also be able to address such issues. Uh, the other, other objective was to address the fundamental causes of crime in order to effectively protect our community. We, we, we realize that the environmental design remains a challenge in the country. And with the uh, capacity of the municipality also facing some challenges, the issue of the the unoccupied buildings where these people who normally comes in those buildings have firearms is actually a challenge for us where we realize that with this opportunity of firearm amnesty we can also be able to reach that community the root cause analysis the uh, root cause analysis that we have done still tells us that firearms are being the, the, the the instrument that are being utilized in the commission of crime therefore should we continue with this uh, uh, amnesty, we can be able to address, still be able to address some of the funda- fundamental causes of crime. Uh, the, the fifth objective was to ensure that people living in South Africa feel safe and have no fear of crime. I must just confess that this will be a study that will need a thorough analysis. We still need to do a survey to be able to come up to that one. But we believe that if we can be able to extend this this, this um, amnesty, we can be able to gather more information and prove what is the level of fear, what is the level of safety amongst the community. Therefore, moving forward, uh, before I can continue, uh, just to indicate that um, with the previous amnesties I've indicated, the 2000 amnesty, we were able to receive 33,823 firearms uh, with the ammunition 46, I mean, uh, with the firearms that were, Ill, were surrendered, which is 46,631. And then it was just for a period of six months, this figure, which is the same period 
with the current uh, amnesty. The one for 2010, it was for a period of three months, and within the, that three months, we were able to receive 11,887 illegal firearms, and we were able to also receive 30,442 uh, uh, voluntary surrendered firearms. So I'm bringing this picture so that you can see when I present the current, uh, the current uh, amnesty to see the figures where we are. In the next uh, uh, slide, it will be the trend since the implementation of the amnesty as to how many firearms were received. We are, uh, the, the amnesty started in December. We, we had a low number there of 1,523 firearms. But as it continues, uh, January, February, March, we see the number is increasing and increasing. And then we see a drop in April, which, it, which could also be relating to the restricted movement of people. But for today, as I was checking, for the first, from the 1st of, November, of May to up until the day, to date, we have received about 3,000, I mean about 5,300 firearms. So the number is increasing because we are actually towards the end of the amnesty as per our projections. So if you compare in the number of the firearms that we have received in total, it shows that we are, we, we, we are not on the same par as, the, as per the previous amnesties because we are almost in our six months, but we have only been able to receive about 19,000 firearms, whereas in the previous amnesties it was between 46,000 to 33,000. So uh, the next one is just a pie chart to indicate uh, the firearms that have been surrendered. The total number of firearms surrendered is 19,000. We have received 16,567, which is related to amnesty. I must confirm that from those um, 16,000, 10,000. My, my apologies um, for interrupting. Can we ensure that you move the slides as you are speaking, please? Thank no you. Continue. Thank you. Uh, the firearms that were surrendered during this current amnesty is a total of 19,500. The 795 relates to the estate firearms. 16,564 relates to amnesty-related firearms, 2,141 is the one that were voluntarily surrendered. Out of 16,564, those firearms that relate to people who fail to renew their license are at, at 10,704. The surrendered ammunition, we got 168,809. Uh, the amnesty-related uh, one... My, my apologies. My, I'm going to interrupt you again. We do not have sufficient time for you to read every slide word for word. Could you please summarize the presentation? We receive the presentation. Okay, noted, Chairperson. Moving to the next uh, slide is on the comparisons per the provinces. The provinces that is leading is KwaZulu Natal, Western Cape, followed by uh, Gauteng, uh, Western Cape, and followed by KwaZulu Natal. On the ammunitions that were handed in, 
is the same trend we see Gauteng, uh, KwaZulu-Natal, Western Cape, and Northern Cape being the, the lowest. On the firearms that were surrendered during the lockdown, we have received a total of 2,739 firearms that were surrendered during that period with 15,877 ammunition. The integrated ballistic information system on the firearms that were tested, we have tested uh, 6,891. The cartridges cases that were sent to forensic for analysis. The applications that were put in in relation to the firearms that were surrendered, we have a total of 10,704 applications that we have received we have broken them down in terms of where they are. We we currently sitting with 6,063 firearms at national. The other 4,641 are still at uh, provinces where they are busy with the other process of interviewing and doing the inspections. During this amnesty, I must confess that we did a, a thorough analysis, but also made a marketing and communication strategy, implemented our marketing and communication strategy. We had a, a, branding, a branding material that was procured, the leaflets that we also uh, printed. We also had uh, shared information through the platform, sort of such as Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram. We also had our website where we have put the frequently asked questions in different languages approach the government uh, uh, communication and information system for advertisement through the radios and the TV. The media statements were also issued. The guidelines and the process flows were communicated at all levels to guide the members of the government. We also have embarked on the amnesty monitoring teams that were checking on the implementation of the amnesty at the different provinces, which was also uh, duplicated or was also implemented in the provinces to make sure that we monitor the implementation thereof. So that is basically what we have done. But on the basis of the motivation that I've given during the background, uh, we propose in thereof that uh, the amnesty be extended from the 1st of June to the 31st of May in terms of the Section 139 2C with the same conditions as signed by the minister. However, with the exception of 28 station, after we have done our analysis in terms of the risks, sorry, they sorry. are- Sorry, my apologies, I'm, I'm correcting you and interrupting you. You said until the 31st of May, but I'm sure you, you mean until the 30th of November. Yeah, I mean, I mean the 31st of, of 30th of November. Thank you very much, Chairperson. I really appreciate that. So with this uh, proposed one, we are proposing and indicating that there will only be 28 stations that will be exempted. Because in the previous one, which started in December, there were 46. But after we have done our risk analysis, some of the stations are now ready to be able to receive the firearms. The stations that will be exempted are three from Eastern Cape, five from Gauteng, KwaZulu-Natal will be three, Mpomalanga will be four, and Northern Cape will be five. 
So that is, in short, in terms of our proposal and the work that we have done so far in relation to the firearm amnesty. And we appreciate that there's thousands of firearms and ammunition that were surrendered during this period. But we still believe that if, if, we, can, if we can be able to continue with this amnesty, we can still be able to receive more firearms in that regard and be able to create the opportunity for our community to surrender more firearms to cap the proliferation of illegal firearms in circulation. Thank you, Chairperson. Thank you. Thank you very much. Comrade Chair. Chair? Yes? Before you conclude, I just wanted to confirm whether Northern Cape she said five or the dating here. Um, could we have that clarity, please? Please. Stating, Chairperson, thank you. One three. All right. Uh, thank you very much. Sorry, we are interrupting you and we are, are rushing you. Um, Honorable DM, are you happy? Firstly, General Satole, are you happy? Thank you, Chair. I, I, I just wanted to make this little indication, Chair, to say our motivation for the extension of the amnesty is purely based on the set objectives which were outlined initially when the amnesty was approved uh, by the minister. On, and those are the five main ob objectives. And there's processes which has been initiated from these objectives, which are the motivatory factors. And amongst others, uh, briefly, the the top 30 matter out of the top 30 matter sta stations, I think those particular stations they contribute 19.8 percent of the medals nationally, and the out of the top 10 instruments utilized to commit medals, firearms constitute 36 percent, and we also have a, vic a crime victims. A survey which was conducted by Status A, which is also a complementary report to that. Yes, the the public raised uh, COVID-19 as a motivation for their request for the extensions, but uh, to us, COVID-19 has just been a complementary factor, but uh, originally our motivation is informed by the set objectives. Thank you very much, Chair. Thank you very much, Tim. Are you happy? No, no, I am. I am, Chair. I am. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity and thanks for members for giving us the moment to present our, our uh, presentation and requesting for, for the extension. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, Honorable Khurnovald, Whitfield, Whitfield has said he could not hear anything. Um, today we are having technical glitches on all sides. Uh, could, could Honorable Whitfield indicate if you can hear now? Um, Honorable Khurnovald, you can start. 
Uh, you can ask questions now, Honorable Groenewald. Yes, thank you. Can, you. can you hear me, sir? Yes, I can hear you. I'm trying to get Whitfield. Honorable okay, Groenewald. Okay, what I want to know, Chairperson, my first question is, okay, let me just say in, in general. Uh, I want to know whether we're going to receive the notice itself, because that is a legal requirement. This is only a presentation, a submission from uh, the police. I would want to see the notice itself. And in that notice, I would like to know whether, for instance, uh, about the court case and the agreement that has been reached, whether that is part of the publication of the extension of uh, the amnesty. If I don't have that notice, I can't uh, make a decision whether I want to support it or not. My question uh, further, uh, Chairperson, is uh, last time we had 46 stations that were excluded. Now we only have 28. What assurance and why are the difference between the 28 and the 46 now are we sure that the other stations comply? And if so, how do they comply at the moment to be in, uh, excluded, to be excluded? Thank you. Very much. The, the notice, I've requested that the notice be sent to all the members and um, I was ensured that the notice was sent. Dr. Kinnis, could I just get an indication from you if um, the notice was indeed sent? Uh, Honourable Chair, yes, the notice has been sent. It's been sent yesterday. I've checked with uh, the committee secretary and she sent it this morning as well. So the members should have received the notice together with the letter from the minister. Thank you, Chair. Um, Honourable Groenewald, does, that does not solve your problem. Honourable Groenewald? And uh, the only document I received for draft notice for the amnesty uh, is the ATC. I didn't receive the notice itself. Honorable Chair, I will resend. I will resend it. Thank you. I will appreciate that. Uh, uh, wait, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I, I've got something. Draft notice. Okay. I, I see here it's a draft notice. Um, let me just go through that, person, then I'll come back to you. Uh, thank you very much, Honorable Groenewald. I've seen Honorable Majorzi, Faku, and then Te Blanche. Uh, thank you, Chairperson. Uh, good morning uh, to all honourable members and the the DM and all generals that are here today. No, Chairperson, mine it's 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 um it's just a clarity seeking question. But before that, maybe let me raise that I did not even get this document. The only document I got was a draft note for consideration in Parliament on the firearm amnesty. 
So I, I wouldn't be able to engage exactly with the presentation that is, is, is in front of us today. But what I wanted to know, Chairperson, because uh, it's something that was asked on the caucus of, of those who failed to renew their firearms, what is the process that they have to uh, uh, undergo and uh, how long will their firearms be taken? So And then how, when are they going to get them back? Because they are security aides of our 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 party leader in parliament, so we want, I want I just wanted to know clarity on that one because they did say that I must ask on the committee if they, they if they they couldn't renew uh, their firearms in in time, then what is going to happen and then what is the process thereafter? But this document I do not have. I have never received it, and uh, this is my first time actually seeing it here. Thank you, Chief. Honourable members, I find it very disturbing if uh, members have not received documents. Um, I know that this this matter was, um, it, it, we had problems with the time, we had problems with the ATC, uh, but I, I really had um, anticipated that all members had received documents. As um, we go ahead, could the SAPs, please note the details, the court case, um, the questions which are asked, because um, these these questions on are, are um, relevant and we will not be able to just sweep it under the carpet. Um, Honorable Faku. Thank you, Chairperson. Chair, I think um, let us welcome the presentation from SAPs. Um, Let us welcome the presentation from Debs Chairperson. Um, I see the presentation, and and I think um, it would be unfair for us as a committee to say that we would not grant the extension. Reason being, uh, we know that when we came back to Parliament after that, there was the issue of COVID-19 pandemic. So I think it would be unfair if we say no. But of course, there are some worrying issues with regards to the return of the firearms. Like, how do you have 19,000 the previous time you had about 45,000? What is this that we are doing, that we are not doing? I hear that they are talking about their marketing strategy, um, which from the presentation, I don't know, because we did not give them time to, 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 to give us more detail to that, to say, how are they going to strengthen the market strategy? And then after the people have not returned the firearms, what will happen after that? I know previously that it was said that if they don't return, there will be a period where police will go and search for firearms. But um, Chairperson, I'm just worried about the number. But of course, I have a similar question that was asked by one of the members to say that some of those police stations that were not part of the priority police station, why are they now excluded? Um, that is one of my questions, but under the circumstances that we have, Chairperson, I would agree, let us extend it, but can they just explain to me that the issue they are raising to say that even if my firearm has expired now during COVID-19, what then happens because people are restricted to be moving up and down? So I just wanted to understand that point, Chair. Thanks. Thank you very much. Honorable Whitfield and Venter Blanche, 
Thanks, Chairperson. Uh, I'll proceed, and I, I trust that my sound will will be audible. Um, I want to support the request for the notice. Um, I haven't received a copy of the notice. I'm not sure that that's been presented to the committee as is required. Uh, and also, Chair, uh, whether it is this committee or the National Assembly that consents to the notice. If we can just get clarity on that. It was a point of dispute in the last um, uh, amnesty. I raised that concern. I also want to raise a concern about the capacity to do ballistics analysis, Chair. There is a lot that's said about illegal firearms. Um, that is a debate, a much more involved debate we don't have time for today. Um, but because somebody's firearm license expires, uh, they are then, you know, sort of treated uh, as though their firearm is illegal, um, as opposed to criminals with illegal firearms that have been stolen. Uh, I don't, we, we, we are still confused about SAPS's ability to identify uh, uh, firearms uh, that have been, uh, you know, part of a crime. But if you look at the third quarter report for SAPS, in the third quarter, the IBIS performance uh, drastically declines. Uh, there is a problem with IBIS. Can SAPS explain what the problem is? Affect the ability to track and trace firearms uh, to the commission of a crime. Thank you. Thank you, um, Honorable Whitfield. You are correct. As we did the last time, the Portfolio Committee recommends and the House adopts. So the Portfolio commit, Committee supports, but the House adopts. Um, the, NC, it, the NCOP also has um, a role to play in supporting. So what I'm hearing, and um, you have to guide me in this, is that members are beginning to, the argument I'm picking up is that we support the extension but definitely we need another discussion on the firearm amnesty. There are too many questions which members have. And just like we had a three-hour session on IPED, I'm quite prepared to have um, a request for another longer session for the amnesty. So if you could indicate if you support it with the, the proviso that we come back and have a longer discussion on the firearm amnesty. Could I take um, Honorable De Blanche and then Honorable Mofuke? Chairperson, thank you. You know, uh, I am glad to, to, to see now that my objection was actually correct. Chairperson, I still maintain that we really got the documentation very light. And I mean, we even didn't get, you know, the all the documentation to date. Chairperson, um, I want to ask the police, you know, I see also that there is, you know, the, the, the application now uh, before us is quite a bit different from the running amnesty. And I would like some explanation as to why that's the case. Chairperson, I also noticed that, and I want the police to explain the basis of the court settlement that they reached. And to what extent it influence it influences uh, the, this new application? In principle, I agree what you said, and I think, and that's why I objected in the beginning. 
I don't have, think we have enough time to really, you know, cover all the issues in this uh, amnesty, you know, uh, uh, application in depth. So really, I am concerned. And, um, you know, because it's quite different at the moment. And the reason is why. The last question, Chairperson, they want an extension now for another six months. You know, really, that is quite a long time. Is that really necessary? Sorry, and then the very last thing, Chairperson, the police hasn't been very successful, you know, thus far with this amnesty. They received 10,704 firearms and some 6,063 has been sent to head office and then they have quite a few in the province. What concerns me, Chairperson, only 29, 29, Chairperson, have been finalized. Uh, really, I need some explanation on that. Thank you, Chairperson. Um, uh, thank you very much. Could um, the SAPS and the Deputy Minister please note these many questions? I'm just going to take Honorable Shembeni and then uh, first Mofoking, Mofoking, Mapatswe and then Shembeni. And then I'll ask SAPS to come in uh, because I'm, I'm really hard pressed for time. Honorable Mofoking, Mapatswe and then Shembeni. Uh, thanks, Chairperson, and thanks for the presentation. Chair, I think I agree with your proposal. And uh, the last question will be on only why six months? In agreeing into the steps of saying that they should still come and present to us, but they should be able to ask to answer the question of why six months? And in that six months, where are we to get the presentation going forward? Thanks. Uh, I've noted Sheikima, Mapatu uh, and Shimbeni, and then Sheikima. Oh, thank you, Honorable Chair. Um, I don't want to speak on behalf of the the Democratic Alliance. I, I see here on our chat that Honorable Whitfield uh, has sent a, a message that she can't, I don't know, he can't hear and he has uh, disconnected. But she, he was supposed to send it to, but it's in our portfolio oh, no. committee chat. Yes, he, he did say that he, he couldn't hear, but then he came online again and his hand is up for a second round. So, um, could we continue? Mapatu, uh, Shemgeni, and then Sheikh Imam. Yes, I just wanted to say, Chair, uh, I did receive the documents, uh, but they came at around, around, uh, around 19, 1900 hours on our emails, including the, the notice. So some of us, like Umkaya Lapa, I know maybe she might not be having the printer uh, at home. So you just read on your the email and it becomes difficult to to follow the the presentation. So, Chair, I think the reasons are, are very clear that uh, COVID-19 indeed affected the 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 country and hence as a result 
there was this slow surrendering of uh, weapons. But again, also, the manpower of the police was taken uh, to the street to, to implement the covert uh, regulations. Now, the problem again arises that we did raise this question that is the police going to have the capacity if they still have a backlog of new applications of people who are applying for new uh, licenses? Now, with the surrendering, are they going to be able to have capacity to uh, uh, to track. That is why we're going to have challenges. But I support, uh, Chair, your, your proposal that uh, we adopt it, but then the next time we come and discuss it further. Thank you. Um, President, can you hear me? Yes, Shimbeni and then Shaky Mab. Honorable Shimbeni. Hello, Chaperson, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. You can continue. I can't hear anyone. Honorable members, I, I think today, today is uh, um, we're having serious problems. Could um, Shembeni, are you you are back on? He's still yes, not on. Yes, I wanted. Yes, I wanted to know the impact that the lockdown have on the amnesty. What is the impact that the the the, the lockdown does have on the amnesty? Because uh, people cannot be stopped from bringing uh, firearms in the police station because keeping them also increase the level of crime. Since we have noticed also in the camp flats, people are complaining of uh, firearms, uh, being uh, people being shot every day. They, they say there is no visibility of the police. So now I think there is nothing that can stop people from bringing unwanted firearms into the police station because of the lockdown. Nobody can stop them there. So I wanted to know the impact of the lockdown from uh, the amnesty. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Honorable Sheikima. Thank you, thank you very much, Chair. And thank you very much for that presentation on the forum. Chair, my view is, is, is this that uh, the amnesty that we put in place was solely for the purpose of having as many firearms, unlicensed and illegal firearms, and those that have not been complying to return them. Now, yes, there has been some challenges, particularly in terms of the lockdown. Uh, we can understand that. So, you know, in my personal view, Chair, is this, that, yes, indeed, we should support the extension of this amnesty. Uh, you can see that there's been a reduction in the number that has been uh, that has been handling. and that could be for various reasons. It could be that we are getting to a stage where most of them are being have been returned. 
the lockdown could be one of those things that are playing the, uh, uh, also responsible for the lower number of uh, firearms handed in. It could also be about the challenges that they're facing, like in terms of police stations and things, with the capacity problem would tap, uh, would, uh, would be locked down in place. And I can tell you that now that alcohol is going to be sold from this coming week, uh, the SEP is going to have another member task ahead of them. So, you know, in the interest of, 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 of reducing crime, and we know a very great percentage of crime committed in South Africa is related to firearms. There's no doubt about that. Cash in transit are down, firearms, you understand? So, and, and murders, firearms related, many of them. So, you know, uh, I believe that, uh, that, that an extension is the right thing to do because it's going to give an opportunity to more people to comply, those that have not had their licenses renewed, and but a whole host of things. So, personally, I want to say that uh, um, I want to support this. Uh, an extension of the amnesty and 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 and, and to give Septon opportunity to be able to recover firearms uh, that are in hands of, of of people, particularly criminals and 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 others who are not compliant. And so there's something very important. You know, you got a driver's license. If your driver's license expires, what do you do? You know it's going to expire. You can't take the measures because you're going to get charged on the streets. You're not allowed to be driving. The same thing with the firearms. We should not be begging and pleading with people to come and renew their firearms. They must do these things because it's the right thing to do. So we can't be finding excuses for people. It's either we, we give, give them this amnesty, people must come in, give them the extension, let them comply. If they don't comply, they must pay the full price of it. So I want to support any extension at this stage that will help Septim be able to, 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 to complete what they want to do in reducing the firearms. Uh, 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 in the country. If I have it my way, there will be no firearms in the country at all. I'll have a country. Thank you. Um, thank you. Thank you very much, Honorable Sheikh Imam. Um, I'm going to have Whitfield and Grunewald, um, and then we'll ask uh, the General and the Deputy Minister to respond. Honorable Whitfield and then Grunewald. Whitfield is in and out of connectivity. Um, could we hear if Honorable Whitfield is available or else we'll take Honorable Khurnaval? Um Whitfield has lost his connection, Honorable Khurnaval. Thank you, Chair. It seems Whitfield is giving me the first uh, opportunities today. So I appreciate from the DA. Uh, that I can speak first from him. <laughs> so I don't like to know. Chairperson, no. I, I went through the notice. Let me put it quite frankly, there's no way that we as a committee could approve of that notice. It's a very skimpy notice. For instance, we must remember one thing from a legal uh, point of view. There was a outside court settlement with the National Hunting and Shooting Association and that settlement was applicable on the present amnesty. So if we want to extend the, the amnesty, we've got a new amnesty. And then the settlement agreements must be included in the notice. You cannot just say, okay, but we keep on with the 
formal one because it came to an end. So you have to include the settlements in the notice. That's the first thing. The second question, Chairperson, I think someone touched on, on the matter. My question is, we're still in a lockdown sort of situation with different levels. And nowhere in any lockdown regulation, it was stipulated that people may not go to a police station. So if we extend this amnesty for the further six months, well, we go level three on June. Uh, the president and everyone said that we can even go back. And my question is to the police is, why will people now come forward? And was there any negotiation or any meeting with uh, the minister, Dlamini Zuma, to put it very clearly in regulations that people may visit their police stations to hand in their firearms. That's the one. The other one is the DFOs. They are not informed. And with great respect, Commissioner General Sitole, we spoke about it in a previous meeting, and I said there's total confusion with the DFOs, but there's is still total confusion because the DFOs, they don't know what to do. I know of specific cases where people went to a police station and the DFO just refused and said, no, we don't take in any firearms. And if we don't ensure that the DFOs are properly trained and know exactly what they should do, we're not going to have a success. Then we're wasting our time. The third matter, Chairperson, it is very important, is that we wait for the appeal court for its findings on the appeal that police took last Friday on the gun owners of South Africa's court case. So at this moment, the court in the Gaza case stipulated that people don't have to hand in their firearms, even if the license has expired. And let, let's say this to each other. No criminal who committed a crime with a firearm, he or she just doesn't go and hand in the firearm. We know that these numbers are actually people who are worried and scared because their firearms licenses had expired. They haven't committed any crime like a murder or attempted murder or anything like that. It's just because they're outside of the legislation. And therefore, Chairperson, I am asking the question, shouldn't we then wait to see what the finding of the appeal court is before we continue with this process? Because I am sure, say for instance, the police wins the, the appeal court case. No court will say the next morning, because your license uh, has been expired, that you are now a criminal and that you can be arrested. I am sure that the Court of Appeal will put in place, if the police win their case, that there should be a specific time 
where people will be able to go and either reapply for renewal of their firearms or whatever the court may decide. And my, my appeal after I've read the notice is that, yes, I understand we are short in time, but the question is, are we really short in time? Because we're still in a lockdown. Why will people now suddenly, just because it's level three, start going and in their firearms? So my appeal, and I emphasize again, there's no way that we can approve this notice. Then it must be updated. Uh, but I think the best for the committee will be to say for the police, let's relax. People will be able to have another period. But if we want to be constructive and ensure justice, Honorable Chair, I would propose that we still say to each other, let's wait. Let's get the finding of the appeal court. I think it's within three or four weeks. So by the end of June, and then we can still meet. And then I think we will be more sure what decisions to be taken after the appeal court. Thank you, Chair. Thank you very much for the wisdom of Honorable Khurnovald. Uh, the points which you have made are quite substantial. And uh, when the department does respond and the deputy minister does respond, could we take the proposals of Honorable Khurnovald and, and respond to it quite seriously? Honorable Whitfield has lost the sound and he cannot participate. So I'll give um, first to General Satole and then to the Honorable Deputy Minister. The problem is that those are the only two I'll be able to allow to speak uh, because we still have to adopt the, um, we have to adopt the budget reports. Thank you. Uh, General Satole. Thank you very much, uh, Honourable Chair, for the for the opportunity. Chair, let me let me start from the point where Honourable Members indicated the need for more elaboration in terms of getting to more engagements that uh, we will obviously then go back and enrich our presentation by broadening the scope so that we cover more areas as would be required by the honorable members. Then the, the one question I wanted to respond to is the impact of the, the lockdown on the amnesty. I think earlier in the beginning, I have indicated that when we submitted the amnesty for approval, we outlined five main objectives. And uh, those objectives, uh, I think, they when, when the outcome of the amnesty was out, we measured it against these five objectives. And the, the motivation for, for us to ask for an extension is, is solely based on the five main objectives. Now, the, the lockdown has just been an added uh, motivation, but it did not necessarily come from us. These are requests which came from the public. 
and as uh, the public itself and as a result we have added it but uh, i want to confirm that yes more police has been in the street it has been the operational call that that is the the the, the higher focus but uh, the police stations were operational uh, all of them so they were ready for the firearm amnesty and then uh, the police stations some of the police stations there's been changes which were not there before like renovations and some of them the security status has changed then i also had the call for ballistic forensic has gone to a corporate renewal approach so amongst others were capacitating the the ballistic uh, that is a unit the last one chef a question is the why the six months there are there are several processes which we undertake from the set objectives of the of 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 the amnesty and some of them require of us to conduct specific analysis on specific crimes which require a bit of time and some of them require of us to go through crime perception surveys victim support surveys so that we can determine uh, that is the the level of fear then chair the 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 legal questions we we do have all the answers from our legal team and if if chair if the committee so requires we can either respond in writing in relation to all the legal questions and given the time unless chair would like us to give the head of legal services the floor to relate to them thank you very much chair um general Sadole, with all respect to the meeting and to the deputy minister why do we bring the extension at such a late time with such short notice today was the day in which we had to consider our budget reports and we have a deadline to also submit our budget reports could you please indicate to me general Sitole? honorable grunewald suggested that we come back and consider this matter. Um, the House still has to approve um, the extension to the firearm amnesty, which means you are not going to meet your deadline in any case. You will not be able to extend by the 1st of June. General Zatole, is it possible for you um, and then to just give me an indication. What would the implications be if we do not take the decision today? You still have to go to the NCOP and you still have to go to the National Assembly, which means you are definitely not going to make your deadline. Could I get that indication before the Deputy Minister closes? Uh, thanks very much, uh, Honorable Chair. Let, let me first start with an apology for the, the, the time pressure, but also indicate as well that the committee has always supported us because the objective that we want to achieve 
is providing a response to the crime and the safety of the the communities therefore there isn't too much pressure on the on the committee we would be fine to afford the committee the correct opportunity until the they are in a better position to can make this decision thank you chair thank you deputy minister Thanks, Chair. Uh, from listening to what members were saying, I didn't get the sense that uh, members uh, don't want to grant the extension. I, I thought they are agreeing that uh, the, 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 the extension should be granted, and, but certain things must be taken into consideration. Uh, for example, Honorable Krunewald said uh, he suggested that the extensions be granted, but the notice for the extension must also take into consideration the settlement, the court settlement that uh, that took place. So it must not be silent on that. Effectively, if the committee agrees to support the presentation as presented by SAPS, they will then effect whatever uh, amendment they will want to present to Parliament, and Parliament will then adopt an amended notice uh, if the committee so feels that uh, it must have those uh, recommendations that uh, Honorable Kunewald has suggested. And I don't think uh the the police will have a problem if, because in any case when we present to the committee we present our recommendations and it will sit within the right of the committee to then process what we have presented and adopt it with or without amendment and then take it to the national assembly for ratification by the national assembly and once it's ratified it becomes a resolution of uh, the, the National Assembly and we must implement. But when police are supposed to implement, it does not necessarily mean it is the decision of the Department of Police. It is the, the decision of the National Assembly of the Republic of South Africa, meaning that members of parliament also have a responsibility to ensure that whatever resolution they have taken become successful. In this case of an amnesty, through your constituencies, you have a responsibility to play in the successes of the amnesty. So my, my short uh, recommendation, Chair, because uh, I see we have uh, the time constraint, is that uh, the, the committee should uh, 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 accept the, the extension and make whatever amendment they think is appropriate and uh, submit to the to, 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 to Parliament because the issues that basically have been raised here is make an improvement on this. For instance, if you look at what uh, 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 Whitfield raised, for instance, the concern around ballistic analysis, strengthen that section. That is what is being uh, uh, suggested. The issue of DFOs, which was raised by Prunevald, 
make them understand what is it that the people are supposed to do. If somebody's license has expired and they want to renew, don't treat that person as somebody who's possessing, who has committed crime. Assist that person to correct his license so that the license is up to speed. Those that, uh, for instance, uh, the, 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 I think it's my, it's my Josie, the people who have, uh, who must renew their licenses, who are playing certain role within their space. As they go there to renew their licenses, speed up the processes so that they have the necessary license for them to continue to move around carrying their firearms. So the suggestions that members are making, those are suggestions that we must take on board as subs and make sure that we, we handle them in such a manner that everybody becomes satisfied. And when people go there for assistance, they are appropriately assisted without tre being treated like they are criminals because nobody will want to be treated like a criminal. So those are the concerns that members have raised and I agree that let's take them on board and uh, incorporate them into the report that we submit to the National Assembly for the support for us to allow the amnesty to, to proceed. If it expires on the 30th, it will have expired and uh, it will create a problem. And I think the committee uh, must, uh, from from your side with what you have presented to us, I don't see an objection. It's just concerns that you are raising which we need to address. And uh, yeah, maybe let me post that, Chair, because there are serious time constraints. But thank you very much for allowing us an opportunity to present before the committee. Um, honorable members, I still have five minutes. I'm going to give Faku and Mofu King, Honorable Faku and Honorable Mofu King, the last bite, and then I'm going to summarize. Honorable Faku and then Honorable Mofu King. Thank you, Chairperson. Uh, I was worried that uh, the way that we have summarized is if that some of us will raise the extension uh, that you are not taking that into consideration. Chairperson, the fact is we are faced with the pandemic of COVID-19. We, although that we see there are glaring issues in the reporting template, of course, we are saying, can you hear me, Chair? Can you hear you? Okay. So I'm saying, Chairperson, I would also agree that let us extend, the, the, the let us give them an extension, but you know, Chairperson, I am because this issue of of getting firearms, it's not an easy thing. I don't know is this six months viable or not. I think what must happen, Chairperson, let us agree to the extension, but also let us let them give us clear time frames. Clear time frames. Let us have a presentations from them again, maybe later on. But for now, let us extend the extension. Um, we can't just say that it must not happen because meaning that when we have to re look at into this issue, then there's a new process that must follow. The process is currently going on, but I think that SAPS must strengthen its communication strategy when it comes to the issue of firearms. It must not, uh, maybe they got dislodged because of the pandemic. I don't know because they had other tasks they had to do. 
But I, I, I want to agree, of course, with the amendments that the members have made. Let us agree that let us give them an extension, Chair. Thanks. Honorable Mofuking. Yeah, thanks, Chair. I think I'm covered by Honorable Faku. Just to go back to what I said, that uh, the time frames are very important because if we just agree on six months, not knowing that it will be six months plus another six months, they should go back, prepare themselves, and say that in this six months, here is the process that we are going to be going. You might find that it can even take eight months so that we agree with them for now, the, what they have said now. But we want them to come back and tell us that six months is it enough or not, but we approve the extension. Um, honorable, honorable members, I said that I'm going to that is the last end. I can see Honorable Grunewald has another end. Um, I'm going to make the final uh, um, summary and recommendations. If I could summarize the following. That we agree to an extension and that by next week, Tuesday, the department comes back and answers these questions. So department and SAPS and deputy minister, we give you an extension, we grant you an extension, and you then have to come back and next week Tuesday, we will do the further discussions. Um, Honorable Grunewald, I'm going to give you another chance. Honorable Grunewald. Thank you, Chair. Person, no, I cannot agree to this. I think it's illegal. You cannot say just, yes, we approve of an extension, but we don't have the notice because the legal document is the notice. The notice that has to be submitted to the National Assembly. And with great respect, person, we are opening ourselves for legal actions now. How can I take a decision? I didn't see the document. In principle, I don't have an objection on another, let's call it an, another period of amnesty. In principle, I don't have a problem with that. But we can't just take a decision here to say, yes, we grant you extension, and then we will get the document. Let's get the document. Let's see what is standing in that, because that document has to be approved. And, and so how can we now approve something we don't have? With great respect, Chairperson, if, if that is the decision of the committee, that we take a decision, we grant extension, then I object to that, uh, and it must be uh, noted. And I again say, why do we have to approve it now? Let's get the document. We are going to have a meeting. Let's see what is in the document. And then if the document is in order, then we can approve. There's no problem with that. Thank you, Chair. Um, honorable members, Honorable Tablanche, we are running into trouble with the um, budget reports. One, we will have to have a meeting Saturday or Sunday or Friday. For now, 
I'm going to summarize again that the committee grants the extension. I was of the view that we all received the documents. So I also thought that um, they now resent the notice that they resent the notice to Honorable Grunewald. Now, Honorable Grunewald is telling me that he still does not have the notice. I was of the impression that they resent. Sorry, you're wrong. I said that I had to, I have the notice. I saw the notice. Uh, with great respect, uh, I. At the stage, I said in the beginning that I don't have the notice, and then I said, yes, I received the notice. And yes. that's why I said, I read the notice, but the notice is not acceptable because it doesn't address any one of the issues, and that's what I said. So we are going to then um, record your disagreement, and we'll record that you have, an, uh, that the notice has certain weaknesses. We'll continue then. We approve the extension with the concerns of Honorable Grunewald. Honorable Terblanche, do you have concerns which you want recorded? Chairperson, yes, thank you. Chairperson, uh, obviously, we, we get as far as I'm concerned from a legal, legal perspective. We cannot approve something that we don't have. So please register my objection. Um, the objective is noticed. Uh, any other objective? Objections? If none, I then agree that we, as the committee, have agreed with the objections noted. Honourable members, that then takes us to the budget reports. Could we have the first report on our screens? Um, the first one would be the presentation on SAPs. I will take the presentation. Um, the presentation will go page through by page. We will not read it because you have already read it. And at the end of the document, I'll take, you can interrupt or interject when you have um, concerns. We take the draft report on, um, are you starting with IPED? Strategic plan of, of IPED? You can continue. Could we please have the pages on the screen? You can move the pages and the members will indicate if they want amendments to be made. Chair, um, uh, good afternoon to the members. Chair, uh, we have the IPAD budget report on the, on the screen. Yes, I said IPAD, um, you could continue with IPAD. Yeah, Chair, so um, um, we can go through page one if there are any changes or objections to, the, to anything on, on page one, Chair. Doctor, doctor, you are not listening yes, to me. I said yes, you should please move the pages and not ask objections. If they have any objections, they should indicate so. Okay, Chair. Page uh, one. Barbara, can you yes, become a second move. move it, please? Yes. Thank you, Barbara. Please. Yeah. 
If they have any concerns, they can indicate. You can move. No oh. objections, you can move. Okay, the, the yellow uh, section is... Uh, those uh, are, the, changes um, those are the corrections and changes which have been made. Yes, Chair, thanks. All right, continue. Continue, please. Thank you. Page 16, you can continue. Corrections have been made. Continue, please. If that is the conclusion, could I uh, receive an indication is if that is the conclusion, if that's all? Yes, Chair, that's at the end of the report. Chair? Uh, do I have a mover for adoption of the report? I move for the adoption of the report. Uh, Honorable Mofoking has moved for the adoption of report. Do I have a seconder? Yes, Honorable Chair, Honorable, Honorable Mapatswe. has seconded. The report is then adopted. Could I have the next report, please? Okay, we're just putting it on, Chair. Could I receive an indication? What is the next report, please? Uh, the uh, SAPS report, Chair. Uh, we, we should be doing the SAPS report. If Babawa can just put that on, please. Thanks. Uh, DM, your mic is off. We can't hear you. We just see you speaking. And as the DM raised his hand, as the DM raised his hand, I see him speaking, but I don't have a mic.
Sorry, Chair. Are you putting uh, the report on the on the screen? Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm waiting for the reports to be on the screen. Yes, they are supposed to put the SAP's report on the screen. Yeah, because it's not it's not showing here. No, we're all waiting, Honorable Mapatswe. It's not on oh, the screen yet. My yeah, I think that today is not, is not on our side, Chairperson. I just got cut off as well. Just came back in now. Honorable Majosi, we are all having difficulties today. Um, yes, we are all having, you are not the only one with difficulties today. I was also having difficulties. Um, Dr. Kinis, can you tell me where is the report? Chair, the, the report that's on the screens, the CIRA report, we, we need the, the SAPS report, Chair. No, we don't have anything. You can give us CIRA, whatever you have. Do you have CIRA? Yes, Chair, the CIRA report is on, so Babawa can proceed with the CIRA report in the meantime. You can report, yeah. Could we have CIRA in the meantime, please? Babawa, can you put the CD report back on, please? Uh, Dr. Kinnis, your mic is muted. Okay, let me try. Let me try and put the Your mic was on. muted. Chair, can you see the report on the screen? Yes, we have SEPs now. Okay, Chair. We have SEPs. We'll start with the SEPs report. Um, you can scroll. Chair? Yes. On the SEPs reports, on the recommendations, on the recommendations, Chair, I don't see the mentioning of the recommendation that we have made with regards to the CPF. Could we go to the recommendations now, please? Babawa, please, we are going to recommendations. It's page, pages this, page 33. Could we go to page 33? I don't see yet, Chairperson. I made a recommendation the last time that a national commission and the ministry must look into the issue of um, CPF members. I understand now they just get a budget that is merely allocated to their programs and what, what, but there's no, um, they are not getting anything, whether it's a stipend or whatever we can call it. We made that recommendation and it's supposed to be part of this recommendation. Thanks, Chair. I agree. Um, could you type those recommendations in now or will you add it? 
Chair, we will add that recommendation. Um, thank you very much for that, for reminding us. We will add that right. separate recommendation. That recommendation was made and it's not there. So we will include that recommendation, Honorable Faku. You can move to the end. Thank Any you. further? You can move. Is that the end? Could you complete with the conclusion? Is that the conclusion? Before that, Chair. Can yes, Honorable Mofoke. I want to see on the input of Senzo uh, Miwa uh, because I corrected something. And I just want to see something, um, Doctor. Just go back. There you are. Uh, yes. I want to see the correction that I made if it's how I... There you uh, are. Thank you. It's correct. Thank you, Honorable Mofoke. Any other correction? If none, do I have a proposal for adoption? I move for the adoption of the report, Chair. Honorable Mofoking moves. Do I have a seconder? I second, Chair. We second. Honorable Peacock seconds. Second, yes. There's a seconder, Honorable Peacock. Thank you very much. The SAP's budget report is approved. Could I go to the next report that you have, please, Dr. Kinnis and Babawa? The next report, please. Uh, we, we're putting that up now at the moment, Chair. What is the next one you have? It's the iPad report, Chair. No, we, we approved the iPad Sorry, report that, that, already. Uh, Babawa, which one is, uh, is this? Is this the, um, we should do the, the CIDA report or the civilian secretariat report. Sorry about that, Chair. Honourable members, I ask you to please be patient. Seems like we're having a problem with the the civilian secretariat report. Or uh, let me just check if Babawa. Oh yeah, is the uh, civilian secretariat report? Che. Um, Babawa. Put it on, please. It is not on the screen. Babawa, uh, you had it on the screen a minute ago. Can you put it back, please? Thanks.
چه؟ 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 Yes. Can you, any, can you see anything on the screen? Yes, I've got it now. I've got the CIRA report. Okay, Chair. We are starting I've with the CIRA report. Chair, we are on the civilian secretariat. Are we changing? Yes, we have CIRA on the screen. They're having technical problems, so let us look at CIRA now. Chairperson, sorry, on my screen is the police report. No, the police report is done. It's a re police report now on uh, a committee on police looking at CIRA, Private Security Industry Regulatory Authority. Do you have that now? I agree with you. Yeah, yes, and now, Chairperson, thank you. You have CIRA now. Okay. Yeah, thank Babawa, you. Thank Okay, thank you, Babawa. You can continue. The members will yes. Yes, Mapatswe. I did raise this thing from the beginning. From on my side, I don't see anything. But I, I, I've got documents. It's not a problem. We can proceed. Yes. But could you could you continue with your hard copies? If you want uh, to to make any corrections, you can indicate from your hard copy. Okay. Do you have any corrections? No no, 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 no. I just want. Uh, I was raising that issue that all the documents they are not uh, showing on my screen. Honourable members, if you do not have any objections, do you have any further objections? Could we move to the recommendations, please? Could we have the recommendations? I move chair for adoption. All right, there are the recommendations. Conclusion: um, Honourable Faku proposes adoption. I second the adoption, Chairperson. Is that Majosi? Yes. Honourable Majosi seconds. Thank you very much. Could we now move to the civilian secretariat, please? What do you have? The civilian secretariat is the last report, uh, Chief. Yes. Could I have the civilian secretariat, please? Chair, can you see the report on the screen? Yes, we have the Civilian Secretariat, Honourable Members. Honourable Mapatso, if you don't have anything on your screen, could you now follow the Civilian Secretariat and give me any objections or any additions or changes you wish to make? Honourable Members, any additions? Additions? Corrections? Chair, chair. Yes, I do not see you, honourable. If 
Sir Pasen. Uh, Sir Pasen, we can't hear anything now. Honorable Shembeni, my mic is on. Honorable Shembeni, are you with us? Honorable Shembeni? We've lost Honorable Shembeni. Chaperson, I can't hear anything from. Is that Honorable Shembeni? The observations, and then do we have the recommendations? The recommendations? Any recommendation that you would like to change? The report is submitted to the committee. Do I have any proposals for adoption? I move, uh, Chair Honorable Chairperson, Honorable Mapatwe. Honorable Mapatwe moves adoption. Do I have a second? I second, Chair. Honorable Peacock seconded. Honorable members, that um, come uh, brings to the end the um, adoption of all the reports. Uh, the reports will now be presented for further processing. Uh, Honorable Deputy Minister, before I close the meeting. No. Thank you very much, Chair, for allowing us to be part of the meeting today and to members for their constructive engagement. Like one said, always it's a pleasure to interact with members of Parliament uh, who have been given the responsibility to oversee the portfolio on uh, the South African police together with the entities that constitute uh, this uh, portfolio. We really appreciate your engagement and uh, we take seriously your comments and we will make sure that uh, we respond to them. Uh, as usual, it's an enriching experience to interact with uh, members of this uh, committee. Thank you very much, Chair. Uh, thank you very much, Honorable Members. Yes, Honorable Mofuking. Honorable Mofuking. I, I wanted to speak before the DM. Chair, I think we really need to look at the, the challenges we are having with the connections. Today, we might look at our staff officials as if they didn't do well. But I can tell you my experience for an hour before I joined, this meeting kept on throwing me to justice when actually the link is for police. And I had to be given another connections. So you can imagine two meetings at the same time, for some of us, the members sitting in both, it throws you out. And you might find that is a challenge with other members, with other portfolios. Can they sort it out? Because really, it has been very bad today. 
And I really want to say I sympathize with our officials on their challenges. Thank you. Um, Honorable Mofo King, I agree with you. Uh, we've all had serious difficulties and um, I've experienced those difficulties as well today. So could we uh, agree our officials have done their best? Uh, we've had technical glitches. We'll ensure that we do improve. I think today was one of the most challenging days we've ever had, but we've been able to push through and I wish to thank the um, the Deputy Minister, Honourable Deputy Minister and the members, thank you very much for your patience today. To General Satole, um, we thank you for this budget process. We thank your team, um, but as we've indicated, we'll reconvene next week to discuss the firearm amnesty again. Um, with that, that Honourable Members, I then wish to conclude the meeting. The meeting is thus adjourned. Thank you very much. I hope you all tune into the National Assembly. You have sufficient time. Please go online uh, because the network is very bad. Parliament's network is very bad. Thank you very much and enjoy the National Assembly. I thank, thank you. you, Chair. Thank you, you. Thank you, bye. Thank you Chair. Bye. Thank you very bye. much. Uh, I, 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 when can we? I but how can you say my Josie? Why does she need a printer? She can read no, it online. Who told him that I don't have a printer? <laughs> the way. No, she's from. Honorable Chair Benny, can you hear now? Not the sources that I do not have. I can hear now, but you it seems as if I was not in the meeting. It was totally unclear. Honorable yeah. Shembeni, we all had challenges today. I was kicked out of this meeting. <laughs> yeah, really, really, really. How do you kick the chair out? I've never seen. <laughs> How do you kick out the chair? Ah, it is unbelievable. Hi, Josie. You must apologize. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mapatwe, yeah, apologize to Majosi, please. No, no, I was saying Majosi, she's my mkaya. She knows where she comes from. There are no printers. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 In Johannesburg, who does not have a printer in Johannesburg, honestly? <laughs> but White City, White City does not have printers. <laughs> <laughs> because White City is not Marco, but we do go to Marco and buy them. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye, Kaya. Bye bye.